I got my coffee. I'm clean. Um, I pluck brows, you know what I'm saying? Um, okay. There's no hair on my top lip. Can the crowd say oh. amen? Um, oh, God. What a fucking week so far. Uh, tomorrow's Friday. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Um, it is Thursday night. Usually we do this at 8. I don't know how I got to 10 p.m., but here we are. Um, mm-hmm. Y'all topic. In business, do you need to be equally what? Yoked. I didn't want to put the whole thing in there because people are out here snatching topics. Yeah, I'm just like, where is your brain? Let me fill this in. Equally yoked. All right. Here you go. Uh, this is I'm Out Stereo. My name is Shan. That is Greg from Young Black and Bothered. You can find us in the Stereo Streets. You can check out our sound bites. And you can check us out on TikTok. Okay. Um, we are out here. We've been out here since before the pandemic. You know, when, when stereo was great. You know. Streets. And uh, this is I'm Out Stereo. We actually made this a podcast. We just don't come on here to waste time and blab and get off and have wasted energy. We keep the energy and we move it to an actual podcast you can play whenever you like, wherever you like. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Red Circle, Anchor, wherever you listen to podcasts, just put in loud mouth. Stereo, and you'll find Greg and I having a conversation on the cover, having a conversation wherever. Um, this topic, uh, I brought it up because even in podcasting, but in any type of business, I think two people go in it or three people go in it, and some people go in it with a business head, some people go in it with just shooting the shit. Some people go in it mm-hmm. like this is just like a hobby. And then some people go in it because they ain't got nothing to do and they just want to be like the wingman, right? Mm-hmm. Then once that thing that everybody went in it for, for different reasons, starts to grow and gain an audience and gain uh, customers, gain uh, sponsorships, gain, you know, opportunities, then everybody wants to have a conversation about what am I getting out of this? How is this Mm -hmm. split up? But the only person who understands what opportunities to take, um, what would be great for marketing, what's the plan, how how do they want to grow this product, this content or this brand is the person that came in there always business minded. Yep. And when I say business minded, that doesn't mean you don't have fun. That doesn't mean you don't enjoy it in other aspects. But at the beginning and the end of the play is business. Yep. So I ask this because I'm just like, a lot of people run into issues later on after, you know, content has been shared, 
opportunities have been missed or gained and they don't like their position in the mix of it all. My question mm-hmm. is, why wasn't that the head thought at the beginning? And should all people go into anything they enjoy or they're talented at or they play for sports, but that sports thing also can turn into money business-minded at the beginning? Does it take everybody being business-minded or does it take one person being business-minded and wanting it for like the giggles of it all? What you think? Honestly, like... I feel like you have to both be, well, I say both, meaning you and your your co-host, your your people, your tribe, all mm-hmm. have to be in it for the same thing. Um, the only issue, and the only reason I say this because of personal experience, is, like, you got to have the discussions when y'all aren't making money. Um, yes. That is a, a big thing for me because a lot of people, they they start with the notion of, hey, man, we we going to make it. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And it's like, yeah, that shit sound cool. But the moment y'all start making money is when st- people start switching up. It, it happens to everybody. When you think of not just podcasts, music groups, like just all across the board, like once you start mixing like business with not just friendships, partnerships, people that you fuck with, stuff starts getting real shaky. And you incorporate money in that and it gets even worse because people are like, oh, like, you know, why isn't the money being broken down evenly or, you know, where's my cut? And it's not an issue when people are putting, to, you know, the same amount of effort that you are. It's always the people who are putting in less. Um, and the reason why I say that is because even like with like our show, like you do a lot of the like legwork when it comes to our show. So I wouldn't be like, oh, well, you know, like I need even cut. I'm like, no, like you take what you're supposed to take. Like, leave me the remnants of that because I understand the, the gist of business, right? But there are a lot of people who. I've honestly I've worked with and they didn't understand like the magnitude of not just like the finances when it comes to like working together as a business they don't have the work ethic and it it sucks to kind of like tell people that you you fuck with and you create with that they don't have the same work like the work the same ethic as you but the best I guess for me the best course of action that I've taken is just showing them financially and be like, hey, um, this is how much money you could be making. This is how much money we could be making, but it takes you as well. There are a lot of people who they only are able to see the dollar signs. And when they see the dollar signs, you have to pull back and like, hey, you know what? You could be making this, but since you didn't do that, this is why you're only getting that. So that, I guess that's my best like response to it. And a little bit, you know, triggering because I've had to deal with that. You already know, but yeah. yeah but you know, just... that um, even when it comes to me and you, I think when you go into something as an opportunity for two people or more, you have mm-hmm. to go in it knowing your strengths and your weaknesses, yep. and respecting your strengths and your weaknesses and the person that you're having this opportunity with or working with also respecting their strengths and their weaknesses. So I don't feel like I do more for this podcast over you, but I feel like there's things 
about loudmouth stereo that mm-hmm. is going to take me five minutes to do. Whereas mm-hmm. I know through speaking with mm-hmm. you, experiencing different thoughts with you, like, yeah, Greg does not like this or this is not Greg's thing. In order to make mm-hmm. this the best, who would put this podcast in the best position? And I know mm-hmm. I don't speak company, you know, I don't speak technology, but I know Greg does. And if I want the best opportunities for both of us, I'm going to let you know, hey, this company, blah, 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 blah. What do you think? Mm -hmm. And then you would know what to say, how to approach it, and how to go at it. And I think a lot of times, if when people are in business together or in an opportunity together, their pride and ego gets in a way where they're just like, no, I want to do this. I want to be first. I want to be the leader. But if you're not going mm-hmm. to lead this brand or this show yep. in the best light with an yep. opportunity, why would you jump in first? Yeah. But that honestly, a lot of people, like, they get into the flow of things. Like, I've seen a lot of shows start where it was like one person, a lot of businesses it starts as one person and like, you know what, I'm gonna bring this person on because we get along, we cool, we gonna figure it out, like, you know, as we go, not realizing like, you know what, like, that just might not be the person that might that person is kind of a get with that person is just only there to get the end result of the product. Um, you know, I mean, full transparency here. I mean, I've talked about it until I'm blue in the face and I say it to the to them as well. Like a lot of people just couldn't come along when it comes to like young black and bothered mainly because like they didn't show work you know work ethic and then when you have you know a lot of the same people that were on the show they attempted to start their own thing and that didn't last and the reason why i couldn't tell you i just knew that okay if you couldn't do it with a show that was pretty much laying everything out on the table for you you weren't going to do it on your own and Uh it's it sucks that's how it is and how it has to be conveyed but some people are i hate to say like employees and some people are the bosses Mm -hmm. but that's like the best way i can put it there are some people who work better knowing that they don't have to think about the logistics they just show up do their role you know play their role play their position and then they roll on out and that's fine but you have to know it there's no such thing as equal pay when it comes to that like the CEOs and the the business owners and stuff like that, they get to dictate what they make and what you make. So if they see that your productivity is down, then you're making less as a result. And you can't dictate, hey, you know what? I deserve, like, well, show me what you deserve. And if you can't show that, then clearly you're wrong. Is like, it's like this LLC shit. This, Mm This entrepreneur shit, like, yes, there's a way where you can work for yourself yes there's a way where you can have your own company and have your own brand but do you actually want your own company do you actually want Mm -hmm. your own do you actually want to work 24 7 do you actually want to not be able to go on the vacation go on the party you know because everybody Mm -hmm. has their PTO pay vacation and you are working for yourself and you have a business to run and it's like that nitty-gritty shit a lot of people are not built for, cannot handle, do not want to do. And there's nothing wrong with that. But something is definitely wrong 
where you get into an opportunity or a business with other people and you want the same cut or share mm-hmm. or um you know income as a person that started the company had no sleep lived in a garage had no furniture for two years um lived in a closet was homeless in a car and going to gigs and showing up and you know mm-hmm. was scratching and scraping and you was the one living in your parents house having the car that they gave you they're giving you allowance you don't have to work and you're just like as soon as i leave this house i want a job making 300k a year but you ain't never had a job you ain't never hit the ground running and Mm -hmm. i feel like sometimes social media does ruin that in-between work and the in-between work is never really seen because it's not pretty it's nothing to brag on now i do feel like um, on the TikTok world of things people are being mm. more um transparent about yeah yeah i got a new apartment but my bed is on the floor and my clothes is in the bag in the corner but it's my apartment mm-hmm. i never had a place of my own versus you know they see their mom and dad's mansion, the fancy cars, and randomly they get a new apartment and it's fully furnished. And there's no example of how the fuck did you get from point A to point B and be fully furnished and this is your first job, you know? And I think- Yo, I, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, I'll finish when when you finish. Young kids today, if they don't have someone who did the grind before telling them, that's not how this Mm -hmm. shit goes. Body, they're gonna get caught up. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I, I I spoke to that earlier, like, or at least on stereo. I did the little like we call it like the shorts. I, I forgot the actual term form, but basically, I mentioned about like working out fitness and stuff like that because I, I want to correlate the two. Like, you know, when it comes to like fitness, it's the same thing with business, in my opinion. Like, I've noticed on social media, there are more people than not who show you the end of the process like the end result but they never show you the process because it's harder for them to actually show you that they don't want to tell you about the grind of it all they want to show you the end product the end result and it's like yeah yeah but you you disappear you know how many fucking push-ups and 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 eating the same boring ass shit in order to get exactly yeah yeah and then, then like some some people and you know when it comes to business because i don't want to just I, I was just going to make that kind of like my equation to you know what we're talking about but when it comes to like business there are a lot of people who when you like ask them well tell me where you started or tell me how to start they don't even remember how they started because they either cheated to get it or mm-hmm. they honestly just don't they don't remember how they got it they got lucky and a lot of people just won't admit that they got lucky being in the positions that they're in me my job i got lucky getting the position i got when it comes to you know like business like a lot of people a lot of businesses absolutely get lucky there's innovation and then there's a little bit of luck involved in that as well these successful businesses and stuff like that they got lucky they got there at the right time at the right place and as a result they became what they are but there are a lot of people like unlike i say like tesla and coke and stuff like that like 
you didn't see the beginning or the infancy of that stuff. Um, I'll give you a perfect example. Amazon. AOL, like Amazon for at least for... Oh, I'm sorry, you cut out what you said? No, I said that's a perfect example. Yeah, like when, when it comes to Amazon, Shan, like there's photos of them in that garage, like the little Amazon sign in the background. Right. They hold that stuff up. <laughs> Yeah, and like, yeah, but the thing is, you know that there's a process there. It didn't just like all of a sudden happen overnight. A lot of us, when I say a lot of us, meaning like our, like, not just our demo, but our like age bracket, like we feel as though like we need that instant gratification, but we also need everything else to happen suddenly. Like we need it now, but when we get it, we want to hold on to it forever. And it doesn't work that way. You can't be like, you know what? I just hit the Powerball and, you know, I'm going to hold on to a million dollars. Um, I posted like, can you survive off of a hundred thousand dollars? A lot of people were like, oh, I can survive off of that, and they were explaining I appreciate that. But for me, like as a business, you know, tying that in, like, how can you make it sustainable? Like, there's a difference between having it and sustaining it. So as a business, as an owner, a brand, or whatever you want to call yourself, like, how can you sustain what you have? How can you sustain it? Number one. How can you keep it? Like, there's, for me, a difference between keeping it and sustaining it. You can sustain something and it can just be garbage. You're like, you know what? Cool. I'm going to sustain, like, my Instagram profile. I ain't got to post in six years, but it's mine. That, to me, is, like, keeping it sustainable, you know, sustained. But when it comes to, like, having some, like, activity to it, you have to be out there. You have to hit the streets. Business works the same way for me. There are a lot of people who, tying it back into the beginning, they show you, the end process. When you see these women with the BBLs and the the nice bodies and stuff like that, they'll show you them in the gym now. They didn't show you them for three years. They didn't show. They don't show you none of that shit. And you, it's kind of like you. What, what's the term my mom used to say? Like you know, you you're leaving it to your imagination of what it could be. And in my personal opinion, business shouldn't work that way. That's why a lot of people, when it comes to partnerships business like minded partnerships there are a lot of getwits who are like you know what i'm gonna jump on that brand because it's hot not realizing like yo it took them like six years to get there right it took them six years to get high you you catching on at the end of the train like you literally got on the last part and they about to <laughs> they hitting their stride now now you want to jump on um social media for you know example we talked about it on the last episode about well at least we talked about it on the zoom where there are a lot of people who feel like they don't need certain platforms. Oh, I want to be on that. I don't need to be on that. And the moment it gets hot, you're there. But at that point, it's late. Everybody else been here. It's, it's like the cool kid table. Like <laughs> you saw them and you never wanted to speak. And then one day they, you know, they invited you over to the table and you're like, oh yeah, I'm here now. It's like, yeah, you're here, but sometimes you, you got invited when all. It's not, but, even a, not even a platform. Sometimes it's your lack of consistency that holds you back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you look at it and you was like, well, how you making money off of this and I'm not? Yep. I show up. I show up when people sleeping. Um, if I mm-hmm. if I don't have an episode to push out, I'm pushing out merch. If I don't have merch to push out, I'm pushing out thoughts in a different way. If uh I don't have this to push out, I'm engaging in other people's posts so they can see who I am, know who I am, click some other shit that I'm in, I'm mm-hmm. staying you. And a lot of people feel like, oh, I'm just gonna do this when I'm in the mood. 
I'm just going to mm-hmm. drop when I drop. Uh, hey, this is such and such. Um, I know I've been busy, but they don't talk about what they've been busy on. So how do you expect your audience to stay engaged and they don't even know what you've been on? Exactly. Because people, like, when I say people, because I'm included in that bubble, like, they don't see vision. They don't want to have the process. Like, I used to be that way. When I started Young Black and Bother, I was just like, you know what? Like, I want to start, I just want to start some shit. I started it. And I had to learn through the process of actually doing it. Like a lot of, you know, the people I've had as co-hosts, as guests and stuff like that, their stuff is coming on. And I hold like something that I had to grind to get, to keep and to have and appreciate. Like I had to continue doing it. Like you have to have some type of continuity when it comes to something that you own, something that's your brand, because you got to stand on that. When people say in five years, like, you know, who is Shane? Like they know, like it's, documented the internet is forever um i feel like podcast is forever businesses are forever but you can go into business for yourself and be completely fine it's just more so like how can you sustain it and it just in my personal opinion you have to have that continuity you have to be able to say you know what i want to make this succeed a lot of people don't even want their businesses to succeed and what they'll do is they'll get what they want for now and then they'll magically disappear uh, I'll give you a perfect example. Nightclubs. There will be a nightclub that will be <laughs> jumping like shit for fucking three years. You're like, yo, everybody go to that club. That, that that club is so lit. Like, And then in like two years, you're like, oh, they went bankrupt. It's like, oh, because they blew their load. They just they came in, they got their money, and then they rolled. Um, another example, all through the pandemic, people were talking about, oh, yeah, well, you know, how to, um, what was that shit? Like how to learn Google Analytics and, do you know, we, we're going to end up getting you these 130k jobs all you got to do is like study for two weeks and you get i'm like that, that's not how that shit works there's a process to it and you don't want to follow the process you want to get it the easy way you want to you know you don't get it out of the mud you just like hey give me the 10-step guide and it's like you realize that 10-step guide is only going to teach you a fourth of the shit that you're supposed to learn when it came to podcasting shan i literally i sat on reddit for weeks I'm looking at like folders worth of shit. I printed stuff out on paper that I still have in a folder. If you want to be I'm, original, I'm talking. If you want to be original in podcasting. Okay. It's research that you do. If you don't want to research, yep. um, is it's an approach of let me learn with my audience. If you approach your yep. show and you don't know shit about the topic, you can sit on that episode and learn and figure out the topic with your audience that's a different experience but to sit on a podcast and feel like the topics are just going to come to you the content is just going to come to you and it's supposed to flow and you're supposed to have this um motivating energy to show up each week with something new and fresh for years you're not it has to be a bigger purpose other than getting the money it has to be a bigger purpose other than you know, I want to sell merch. Well, why would somebody mm-hmm. want to buy your merch and you're inconsistent? Why would somebody want to buy yep. your merch and you haven't really made a name for yourself in media? And when I say that, I'm not talking about being famous. I'm talking about you've done the work so much and you represented your brand so much that if I pass a complete stranger on the street and they see somebody in a sweatshirt, they're going to be like, oh, shit, you listen mm-hmm. to she 
two or you listen to cozy room two i love that podcast or what is this that you're wearing Mm -hmm. you know knowing how not to blend in and i think there's a lot of podcasts blending in and i'm so disappointed in apple Mm -hmm. uh lineup right now for black history month when you click on that category podcasting because you know how many black content creators that are podcasts that are out there that are great and they have the audacity to only have like eight or ten of them on there and there's no scroll through as if these are the Mm -hmm. only black podcasters we could find that's a fucking lie it's just like Mm -hmm. this manipulation of hey hey let's get the the podcasters that are um closely like secondary b podcasters compared to celebrities and let's get them to pay us x y and z money so we could put them up on Mm -hmm. these posts so when people go for a black history month podcast to support these are the only podcasters they see and i see that shit and i'm not i'm not mad about the fact that this podcaster that's a friend of this podcaster that's a friend of this podcaster put them on to be able to be in this list i'm not mad about that what's ignorant is the fact that is black history month and the only mm-hmm. podcast that you feel like you should push out to the public are the mainstream few yep yep like but that's honestly it, it, it's a lot of brands and businesses shane that do a lot of fucking grifting and i'll I'll say this like i guess like it's not breaking like protocol but one of my clients they they want to deal with like underserved communities right they want they want to deal with honestly black and brown people they want to make sure that they approach their brand with that however who they're talking to ain't that audience they're talking to uh older demographic of white people and it's like you realize you're not even reaching your target audience because you're not meeting them where they are and the first rule of business well, i'm sure it's not the first but you know what i mean like it's a rule of business is meeting people where they are like if you know for a fact you sell donuts right if you have a donut shop what the fuck are you trying to make steak and cheese for like be what you are and be consistent at what you pause pause can we fucking talk about that shit? Because I was going to make a soundbite about this. Why is Taco Bell so focused on making something for breakfast? Why mm-hmm. is KFC concerned with having something for breakfast? I want people to be so confident in what their niche is for their mm-hmm. restaurant, for their brand, that they feel like, oh, the next restaurant is doing X, Y, and Z. I'm good yep. on making this great so I don't have to copy that. I hate yep. how all these brands and companies feel like they have to have a version too. No, you don't. Yeah, but a, a lot of people, Shane, like they feel like, all right, we've we mastered what we mastered and we're going to try some new shit. That's fine. Here's the problem with that, in my personal opinion. People will go say they've mastered something and they try to learn something new and completely forget what got them there. Yeah. Completely forget what they were doing. You know how many restaurants I've been to, how many places I've eaten at, and 
when I would go, like, perfect example, Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. Went to Chick-fil-A tonight. Had a, you know, I go, and I've had Chick-fil-A for at least 10 years. I've gone, you know, every couple months I go get some fries. You know, I'll get, like, a chicken sandwich or something. And their French fries, the waffle fries, used to be a fucking staple. The fries don't even taste the same anymore. It's almost like they changed the fucking recipe. And it's like, this is what people come here for. Like, it's like that. When you go to a business knowing that what they're supposed to do, what they're supposed to be good at, they're no longer good at because they're focusing somewhere else. And they're not even good at that. So it's like you're doing things intentionally, hoping to, like, like reach a bigger audience. But the thing is, stick to the audience that actually is going to continue to serve, you know, you and you serve that community instead of going and trying to reach out to other people when you can't even successfully reach your target audience. So as a, as a business owner, just like you, when people go and give me constructive criticism on the show, you know what I do? I present it to the co-host. I go and try to add it to the lexicon. One of, one of uh, my listeners had said, you know, like, Greg, like, we, we got to fix the audio. Mm-hmm. Any lesser person would have been like, yo, like, what do you mean? This is my shit. Like, this is my art. Like, no. I told him, I was like, you know what? Constructive criticism. We're going to apply it. We're going to get better, right? Told the co-host. I was like, yo, we got to get better, right? We have to figure this out because other people are talking about it. And mm-hmm. it goes from talking about it to reviewing it. And then when you get those reviews, those hard reviews, it's like, yo, this audio trash. I don't like that shit. It has to be fixed, right? When you start seeing it, like somebody, sometimes you have to get spanked in order to realize that you fucked up. And a a lot of businesses have been in that position. They've gotten spanked. And like, hey, we're going to fix it. We're going to fix it. But then there's even more businesses who do get spanked. And they're like, you know what? We we might not do that great. So what we're going to do is add more shit. You know how many times people have said, oh, Chipotle, give me the shit. Chipotle, give me the runs. Chipotle, do this. And you know what they do? Instead of fixing the steak, instead of fixing the chicken, instead of altering the recipe, they're like, no, the recipe, that's going to be what the fuck is going to be forever. You're going to continue to have the shit, but what we're going to do is we're going to give you, <laughs> instead of having regular chicken, we're going to have Gorilla Lime Chicken. And you're like, okay, so they can't even fucking fix what they, fix what was wrong. Don't add more shit to it because now that's going to be wrong in a few months as well. As a business, as somebody who goes to businesses and works with businesses, the one thing I've always hated is businesses who aren't receptive to new, ever-changing information. That's number one. Businesses who decide that changing up completely is going to make their brand better. Couldn't be further from the truth. And number three, and this is the last one when it comes to businesses, focusing more on the audience they want to reach instead of the ones who are currently there. If if you can't honestly just like get a you know a tap into your own personal audience, you're not gonna reach anybody else. I had to have that hard, you know, like revelation with the show. I was like, you know what, I'm gonna reach these people, I wanna do this, I wanna do this. I was like, no, first I need to actually focus on the people who are listening to the show. I need to start engaging with them. Instead of going and, you know, being a philanthropist of podcasts, I'm like, oh, I'm going to connect with this podcast show and that podcast show. And that half the people, Shannon, and this is no shade to them, half the podcast that I was attempting to connect with and be like, hey, you come on my show, I'll come on your show, we do all this shit. I have not seen a show from them since fucking 2019, 2020. And that is no, that is no shade. It's just the fucking truth. Yeah. If I, 
the the effort that I could have put in as a business in my own shit, I was trying to broaden my reach with others. And I'm not saying you shouldn't do that, but you have to focus on home before you go out the house. Like I wouldn't go out of the house and have my fucking gas stove just like on. But like, you know what? I'm just turn the gas on and just walk outside. Because you know what? You're going to come back. It's going to be a motherfucking fire. So sometimes you, you got to take care of your stuff before you can go with others. And especially if you have a partnership, like you and I, when we started working together, like we were kind of like completely in the weeds. We didn't know the direction. We didn't even have a real conversation of what we wanted to do. We got on the mic and we started talking. We talked ourselves through it. And in some cases, that works. It worked for us. In some other cases, it may not have worked. But the thing is, you have to have that effort but you also once you get into the thick of it you have to start having those conversations just like people do when they're in relationships and shit or they want to be in relationships like yo what are we what is this where are we going with this we sat down i remember we sat down and we had ideas of the podcast name i know i threw at least fucking 75 names out there and it was like yo like what's his name and we're like no and having a good business relationship with somebody like I think the way that you and I work so good is be like it's not a bad idea it just wouldn't be us something like we know how authentic we want to be and how we are so coming off fake would easily be known people would see that a mile away mm-hmm. so we went through the names when we go through our shows when we go through our topics and stuff like that like that's how I think businesses should work. Now, somebody might think differently, but I feel like we've been successful in a world full of people who honestly, I don't want to say they aren't successful, but they haven't been around for us to measure their success. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of people that I've listened to and I, I love their shows. Like, you know, Drake, Baylor, they're still around. There are a lot of people I'm looking left, right, up and down. I'm trying to figure out where they at, where they been, when the last show. Honestly, um, most of them are, you know, businesses and stuff like that who said, I, you know, I've said it before, oh, we decided we want to take a break, ain't been back since. Or, you know what, we're going to revamp what it is. We're going to change up the show a little bit. Don't do that. You're changing up the show thinking that you're going to make it better and you're making it worse because it's not you. Yeah. It's not you. Businesses just have to understand, like, change is good, but don't change the entire fucking recipe. Baskin Robbins has had 31 flavors forever. If they added a 30 second fucking recipe, people are gonna blow their fucking load. Like, what, what, what is this? It's not, what you, it's not what we used to. People have been chasing down KFC's recipe for years. They've been like, oh, it's been paprika, salt, pepper, onion powder, garlic powder, all, all, the, all the shit, right? And you know what KFC said? That's not the recipe. Even people who work there, they put the shit in the stuff and they're like, oh, that's not the recipe. Yeah, And that's just sometimes how you have to keep some things to yourself to make sure that your business stays your business and your brand stays your brand. But for me, um, when it comes to business, now that, you know, I work with you and I work with the co-hosts and stuff like that, my like my outlook on business has become more tailored towards not what we can do, but what we have done and how to tailor it to make it better. We have to focus on both, like what we did previously and how we're going to improve it. Not like, you know what? We just need to improve. And it's like, eh, you can't improve, but don't forget them other shows because, Sam, we've had some four-hour episodes that were so fucking fire. I would never go back and be like, hey, we got to kind of tailor that show. We got to take out the last 30 minutes. It's too long. No, absolutely not. That's the that thing. shit made us who we are. And that's the thing with being equally yoked is – 
I should be able to listen to episode one through 10 and miss episodes 10 through 25 and come back in on yep. 26, still feel like the energy of the yep. first episode, the want of the first episode, uh, the quality of, yep. if it's not the quality of the first episode, it's because it's gotten better in quality, but authenticity mm-hmm. is still the same. And I think yep. what people get stuck on is seeing what's working for other people and being like, okay, how can we do this on the show? We don't want that on the show. We want your style of bringing content on the show. We want to hear this. And when you were talking about how a lot of companies and brands focus on how they can uh, focus on some new shit in the company and they forget that old shit, a lot of companies and uh, brands forget their loyal customers, their day ones when the shit was Mm trash. And the shit has gotten better, but you're not doing the staple shit. Perfect example, The Gap. Mm. I worked for The Gap. Mm -hmm. That was my first job. I remember when anybody, whether you're famous, rich, I only got, you know, $50 to spend, but I want something fresh, something like I have this $500 shirt, but I don't want to buy $300 $300 jeans to go with it. Let me just grab something out of the gap because they they just, it's just like you have to have this in your wardrobe to go with something else to mix it up. And I don't have to worry about it not being good quality. I don't have to worry about it not fitting right. I know what fit I like in this store. I know what shirt I need from this store. I'm going to just go in there and grab it. I know what the price point is. I already know what I'm going in to get and I'm getting out. That used to be Fact. that store to go in and grab something that has always been the same quality, has always been a uh, good price, and is always in stock. Now, I feel like the brand has been, okay, how can we cut costs? Yeah, it's going to be a little bit thinner. No, we don't carry that anymore. We got got new new styles. No. My style mm-hmm. in this store has always been this. Where the fuck is this style? Where Where is this cut exactly. of denim? And I think a lot of people don't even give what really works for their customer or their listener that segment or that thing on their show long enough to keep that audience or that listener or, or that client yep. or that customer. A lot of times people focus on, we need to switch it up. I'm tired of this. This is too old. But when, how do you get feedback from the people that you want? A lot of people say, oh, I I don't do Twitter. Okay, cool. Oh, I don't do Instagram. Okay, cool. Are you looking at your reviews? Are you reading your reviews? Are you only checking it on Apple? Do you know how to check it on Spotify? Do you know how to check it on Google? Um, Yep. Is there someone uh, asking you a question in comments? Is there someone trying to hashtag your show on this platform that you are not on? Yep. You know, and it's like all of these key things that they feel like, oh, um, people will just find me. How people go and find you when I put your name in for your show or your product and nothing comes up? 
how people go and find you when I put your first and last name in and nothing comes up in your name saying that this is your company or you even have a brand. Uh, a friend of mine that I work with, he used to sell uh, like keychains and, you know, buy sneakers and resell them mm-hmm. online. And he had an online store. He has a brick and mortar store in the mall of Georgia. And I had no idea until I randomly hit him up around New Year's. And I'm just like, why aren't you like marketing this on IG? Why are you not pushing this on TikTok? Why are you randomly just showing it on your personal IG? And this is how, you know, being in business with a business partner and being equally yoked helps Mm -hmm. because what if he had a business partner or even a spouse and maybe he doesn't want to do the marketing but what if she was like oh i'm gonna make a page for the store and we could post what you have in the store in drops i know you don't like tiktok Mm -hmm. but i'm gonna just do some fun tiktoks about the store and tag the store and whatever customer comes in and posts and tags a store, they get a, a discount. Like people don't, people like to brag how I started this, I did this, I'm doing this solo, and uh, this is my brand. And they're stressing themselves trying to be all the hands. Sometimes mm-hmm. when you have two people or four people or five people in a a business or pushing a brand everybody should play a position and have a job to make the brand run smoother one person shouldn't be running everything one person shouldn't be the only thought one person shouldn't be the only one to hey are you coming hey is this happening hey do you have this hey do you have that all right i showed up at this time i don't know where this person is let me call him let me go get him let me call this person to see what this person is like. It should be none of that if the respect is evident, if the respect is at the same level, if the want is at the same level. I don't want loudmouth stereo to be more important to me than it is to you. I don't want mm-hmm. one day where you wake up and you're just like, Ugh, I don't want to do loudmouth stereo anymore, but I don't want to tell Chantal that I don't want to do it, so I'm going to just go. And I don't want to hear... Mm-hmm the fact that your energy that you don't want to do it in the middle of a show i want like the the balanced place that's safe where you can hit me up on the call and be like hey let me talk to you about the show if it gets to a point mm-hmm. where you don't want to do live on stereo i'm not gonna have no hard feelings about you not wanting to do it you know what i'm saying i have to respect mm. what you have on your plate vice versa I think a lot of people are so scared to to say to the person that they're in business with or they're, you know, selling something with that, hey, these are my thoughts because I don't want to make mm-hmm. them mad. I don't want to do this. But you are killing a company's brand or it, its product or the clientele when your energy is off, when your customer service is off. You know how many people Facts. talk to people crazy that really support a company or a brand and that one person leaves that store 
or leaves that experience feeling shitty and talks to mm. the person that has a thousand people that would come. And if you don't, if everybody involved does not understand that, then don't start well. Everybody yeah. has to understand that Thursday might be the day that the CEO comes in that could connect us to our next million dollars. Facts. Monday might be it. Everybody, I think everybody has this momentum of, okay, I'm going to start my week and I'm going to be full throttle. It's Monday. And then people get to like Wednesday and just like, fuck it. Oh my God, I can't wait the last yep. 10 minutes. That last 10 minutes could be when, I don't know, somebody like Diddy walks in and never heard of this store or this show before and wants to put you on a network. But you slack it. Mm-hmm. If you are out here interested in supporting Loud Mouth Stereo with Greg and Shan, you can several ways. Don't be a stranger. Don't be afraid to drop us a review on Apple Podcast app. It's the number one podcast app that people love to listen to. Why? Probably because it's free and it's on the iPhone. But moving on, um, you can also purchase merch at Loud Mouth Stereo Shop. Okay, support the show, look good, feel good. We all win. It's a win-win. And lastly, but we appreciate it, you can donate however many monies you would like directly to the link in the show notes for Red Circle. And between myself and Greg, we can use the help to improve how we show up with content for you guys. We appreciate you listening. Good, bad, or ugly. We want to hear from you. We want the feedback. And thank you to Stereo for being a platform we've used for the last three years to push out episodes with a live audience on an interesting app. Now back to the show. And but a lot of people be slacking. Yeah, like I just, as somebody who is a self-proclaimed slacker, I will slack occasionally. I know this, I observe right. it, but I know for I know for a fact what you know the errors are. Like there are a lot of people who are completely oblivious to it. Like I've worked with some, you know of some, and we've seen some where it's like okay, like yeah, I know that you know I'm slacking off, but. As long as nobody else notices, it should be fine. People notice. There are a lot more people, especially in the, when it comes to business. Everybody knows when you are fucking off. Regardless, it could be like your average, like you know, desk job, or it could just be you being a CEO of the company. Everybody is observing you, even when you think they ain't observing you. So just imagine you being a business. The people who you think aren't watching you are watching you the closest. There, there are some people who I know for a fact listen to this show, even though it might not show. Like, we don't know who they are, like, you know, what state, city, town, stuff like that. They're listening, hoping that it's the last episode. They're listening, hoping that, you know what? They'll take a break, they're going to come back, and boom, we got it. There, there are a lot of people who hope for shit like that. You know how many TV shows? I'm like, y'all really wish they were in this shit already. Not that I was praying on a downfall, but it's like, oh, like... You you you've noticed a drastic change in the show. 
like you like like some things have changed where like it has to end it should end but it shouldn't also end because somebody else said it needs to like it has to end because guess what it's run its course things do run their course but a lot of businesses fail because they forgot the origin of where they came from they forgot what brought like the partnerships together like two people had to you know put together that idea and they've grown success because they listen to each other. Most businesses yeah. that I've heard of that have failed became, you know, was because one communication or two, there was no effort from someone else. Yeah. Perfect example being Twitter and Elon. He has nobody to answer to and he has nobody to talk to. He has nobody to bounce that idea off of. He fired them all. He let them go. So as a result, Twitter is tanking. Like, we don't know what Twitter is anymore. It looks like a shell of itself because what was once a successful business has, like, it's just up in the air. And it's because, because of the world, though, he, Because pride and ego. Exactly. But again, like, sometimes you do have to be humble, but also you need to be able to have somebody. I feel like all successful businesses need that, you know, that 1A. In that 1B, you need to have that person who's like, hey, you know what? Yeah, you might be the CEO, but I'm CFO. And yes, you, you make the executive decision if you want to, but this might be the end result of you doing that. This could be the error of your ways right there. If you don't have that balance, that person to tell you like, hey, reel it in, then guess what? You're doing the fail because nobody's ever told you and nobody will tell you what you're doing wrong. Every business I've ever seen fail has happened because of that. Like, I couldn't tell you the last time I walked into H&M. People have been telling H&M for fucking seven, eight years, like, yo, can y'all stop appropriating the culture? Can you stop disrespecting people? Can you stop just, stop doing the shit y'all doing? And you know what they do? They apologize, and then they do it again. It's like, okay, so they ain't gonna learn. The best way that they started to learn, people stopped shopping there. People started going to fucking Zara and all them other stores, and then they're like, wait, y'all leaving us? Y'all going to these other, y'all going to our competition? Well, guess what? Your competition listens. Once your business has gotten to the point where you stop listening to the people who consume your shit on top of the, your business partners, then you're doomed. Shan will literally go and she'll text me or she'll leave a voice note. And I'm like, you know what? Sound like a good idea. And the reason why is if I didn't have a fucking idea and she has an idea, we're going with the goddamn idea. Mm-hmm. Like when we have good ideas and we, we bounce them off of each other, it's like, okay, yeah, this is what you said, and it's not like we're being disrespectful to, you know, to each other. It's like, all right, this was an idea that Greg had. And Shan's like, you know what, Greg, how about we remix this way, like add something to it. I'm like, you know what, I never thought about that. Let's add to it. We've been in shows, Shan. I'm like, you know what, we're in the middle of a conversation. I'm like, hey, put a pin in that. Like that, that thought is an entire show. Right. Businesses succeed because people listen to, like, I'm sorry, partners listen to each other. People who work in tandem work together. So like you said, you have to be equally yoked. If you're not, then your shit is doomed, like from the gate. So I- I'll leave that there, but yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, boy. I, I just want people to go into shit with an understanding. If this gets to this level, remember the work that was put in. If you ain't put in no work, yeah. <laughs> And everything was a kiki-ki, ha-ha-ha. Let it be a kiki-ki, ha-ha-ha, too, and nothing changes for you. But if somebody Mm -hmm. been putting in work and somebody hasn't, I need you to check that attitude. 
Because ain't nothing to pick up a phone and be like, hey, can we have a meeting this day and talk about the store? Can we have a meeting this day and talk about the podcast? You know, this season is coming up. I was thinking about doing an event. Can we take a vote? You know, it's it's just like planning an event. Like if if we was a a, a full podcast of like six people, let's say you, me, Drake, Gigi, and some more people, different podcasters, we want to throw a podcasting event. If I'm in conversation with all of y'all. Am I the only one that wants to have an opinion about that event? No. Am I the only one that's going in there thinking I'm going to be doing all the work and y'all just going to show up and, and shake hands and talk to people? No, that's crazy. And mm-hmm. it's crazy for people to walk into any type of opportunity or business focusing on what they're going to wear only. Mm. That's crazy to me. Just like if, if it's Greg invite me to his house for the first time and not, it's like, you know, for dinner or whatever. I am not coming empty handed because mm. I know on the reverse side, if I'm preparing to make sure this person has a good experience, there are some things I have to do versus what they have to do when they show up. And I, I feel like mm. people need to walk into opportunities in that mindset. What is it? What am I about to walk into? Uh, how am I adding to this experience? Am I just bringing my mouth so I can eat? Am I just bringing my ass so I can sit down? Mm. And if you wouldn't want uh, somebody doing that on the opposite end and then bringing company that they didn't even let you know that they were bringing, yep, what. So yes, to to be the best in business, I feel like you should be equally yoked. You should have Absolutely. an equal mindset. If if one person is great at marketing, cool. If one g- person is great at talking to companies, great. If the next person is great at mm-hmm. sourcing out other opportunities, cool. If the other person is great at doing the footwork and talking to people face to face and and letting the brand be known, great. But all together, y'all are on the same team. All together, I feel like everybody should be having a balanced result in that brand or that company. What happens is a lot of people go into shit not having a conversation, i.e. Joe Budden and friends. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. once the funds start coming in or when they stop coming in and somebody's really funding a brand out of pocket, mm. then people want to come into question, well, you know, what what cut are we getting? When did we ever have a conversation before this about a cut? Exactly. What what mics did you buy? Mm. Who who on payroll did you pay out of pocket when there was no money coming in? How, how did you make sure your whole? You. How did you make sure your whole team ate? Mm-hmm. Man, when when I tell you, in 2023, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna make sure all of us can get there. I was like, I've been saying this for five years. Like, you know, we we gonna get it done. We we gonna make sure stuff happens. And then, 
I sat down, you know, I had the talk with, you know, a homeboy that we talked to. I thought about it. I was like, you know what? I got to start helping myself. I got to start doing shit that, you know, not only works for me, but it's going to benefit me because I'm thinking about everybody else first. And then I end up getting the residual and the residual is never worth it. Like, no, nah, give their ass the residual. Tell them you like, you know what? Nah, I'm going to go ahead and get mine first. And then you figure it out from there. Um, partnerships and you know shit of that nature. I'm like, you know, I, I gotta start thinking about me first. Um, as a business person, I'm sure a lot of companies would say the same thing. Like, oh, like you know, the company, the CEO, they get paid first because hey, they own the business and they play. You know, they pay the employees and stuff as well. But when I started seeing these like these layoffs and shit, and you see like this company, 17 percent of the companies being laid off. I was like, I used to feel bad. I'm like, oh, they they they're being laid off. Like, why are they being laid off though? And it's a lot of different variables and dynamics like okay they could be working they couldn't be working and stuff like that but regardless of how many people got laid off i can almost guarantee you there's somebody who wasn't doing what they were supposed to be doing there was somebody that was a part of that business that wasn't what was best for business i guess that's the okay. best way of putting like that. layoffs layoffs ain't never personal it's numbers mm-hmm. it's numbers yep. and it's who, who's at the bottom tier who is just like shit if we lose them we don't lose anything dynamic the fuck it and there's always going to be that as long as you blend in with the bottom tier but if i'm doing some shit that i know if i I was like see ya tomorrow that brand is not going to show up the same or they're going to struggle trying to trust somebody to come in with the same integrity that i once had let me tell you something any mm-hmm. job that I had since 16 and I'm 35 today, I ain't never felt bad when I did mm-hmm. because I ain't yep. never felt like I'm losing out on this great job. No, I did my work. I learned what I needed to learn. I didn't burn any bridges. And if I did burn bridges, I meant to because people think they can be assholes just because of the position that they have. But you won't catch me in the parking lot, bitch. Facts. Okay. When, I, when I left the firm, I swear, like, I, I had guilt for every bit of a day. Now, mind you, you and I know how much I, I talk shit about this job while I was there. And the reason for it, my personal opinion, was because I got tired of being the person doing the work. Like, yeah. you know when you work somewhere and it's like, okay, like, it's me. I know, for, like, oh, well, what do you do? What do you do? But then the company doesn't see what you do. They see the end results. Like, no, nah, but I, I did that shit. And when you work there, they don't want to recognize you as doing the work. They just want to see you doing your job. They're like, oh, no, like, yeah, they do 80% of the work and the other people do 20%. They're like, no, but it's, it's for the betterment of the company. It's like, what about the betterment of me? I'm doing all this goddamn work here. Let, let, me, let, let me get get some type of residual for this. But I, I used that, to be fi- the that final ditch effort. I used what? to be the person where I would walk into a job Mm-hmm. And they, it, I had managers on the floor like, damn, yes, okay, mm-hmm. you, you in here today, okay, who the fuck cares mm-hmm. if three people called out, it's you, you know what I'm saying? Yep. I've learned to stop being that person yep. because and- maybe, that man, maybe that manager might appreciate it, that district, district manager don't give a fuck. My raise mm-hmm. is not going to be what I think I deserve anyway. 
and the stress mm-hmm. that I take on trying to be three people at one job for the sake of mm. them looking good for someone that's actually giving them salary. No, yep. I'm not doing three people Listen, work when, no more for nobody. When, when I was told verbatim, well, they don't see your work. They see the brand. They see the business. I said, oh, well, they can stop fucking seeing me. I ain't going to be here long. What the fuck I look like? Like, I, I, I see what they meant by that. Because somebody will say, oh, Greg, you got to see it for that. If I keep seeing the company for being a company, when they start seeing the employee as the employee. Now, I know we're at, what's it called? Um, at will employees and stuff like that. But like, hey, if we're at will, like, they should know that we kind of like hold the cards here we can make or break their business before and after we leave here it's it's honestly in our favor like after you leave a company you can leave reviews you can talk about it you can honestly go on linkedin and tell the person who's about to take your position hey legally i could tell you that ain't the fucking place you want to be glass door baby (laughs) yes yes They, they, they put the ball in people's course so when it comes to business like I had to change my mindset when it comes to business, you know, because as someone who owns something and owns a brand of business, it's like, okay, I have to see value, not only in the people that I work with, but myself as well. If I'm letting people do what the fuck they want to do, meanwhile, I'm doing all the work, I'm doing something wrong and I need to fix that shit. But it starts with me. And once I started doing that shit, I started seeing things. I started seeing change. When I say seeing like I told, you know, one of our co-hosts, I was like, yo, you, you can't just be out of the goddamn bar. I ended the show. Two seconds into the show. The moment I, I heard it was done. He, he called. He's like, hey, I, I understand now. I was like, oh, it don't, it shouldn't take me putting a foot in your ass in order for you to understand. In a year and a half. It should not show. take that. Oh my God. Exactly. It, it should not take that at all. But sometimes you have to be that person. But me, I have a chronic problem of you know, having like friendship relationships with my business partners. And that's fine. When I say friendship, somebody's like, are you fucking up? No, I'm based like, these are my friends. I try to bring them along and you can do that in a sense. I'm just not built for that. And the reason why I say I'm not built for that, like somebody would say, well, you and Shannon friends. Yes, we are friends, but we know how to handle business because we handle this brand of business in two different ways. Shane, like you said, you do the marketing and stuff like that. Me, I'm the guy that's like, hey, we're going to make sure we get this goddamn bag. The, the one thing you'll never have to worry about with me is us attempting to get some money. I'm, I'm going to attempt to, like, if they tell me no, I'm going to ask three more times. That, that's just who the fuck I am. I've started to learn my value in that. Nothing comes for free. But when it comes to me with business, one of my chronic issues is I attempt to bring everybody along, not realizing that it's not that they don't want to be there. They want to get what you got and you did the work. It's like somebody passing you their homework. Like, you know, when somebody like has like a multiple choice question or something like that, and they're looking over your desk at school, they're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to just cheat on their test. You can't cheat on my test. And the reason why is half the time, like, you can't see it and you wouldn't understand it. My handwriting bad. So when it comes to business in 2023, I've already made the declaration that one, not everybody's going to come along. Two, um, when it comes to like my personal brand and business, like, I don't want certain people there. Like I have had to excommunicate some people, but just that. And finally, for number three, when it comes to other people's business, um, I can't patronize that shit. I, I can't do it. Like if I can see 
that your business doesn't align with mine, I can't be involved. I want no parts of it, and you can keep it to yourself. It, it, just, it hurts to be that way because there are a lot of people that I've developed friendships and like, like partnerships and stuff with that I'm like, oh, you know what? Like, this ain't going to work. You and I, we've talked behind the scenes about one in particular that, you know, I, I feel like we are owed more. I feel like there should be more on the table, but they're not offering anymore. So since you're not offering more, I do less. And then when you wonder why I'm doing less, I give you the answer of we want more. The price of the brick has gone up. That's a part of the business, right? We're in a current state of inflation where everything is going up. Eggs are fucking 8 to $12. You know, like, where the money at? The, the brand is strong. The, shoot, you know, the shows are there. The views are there. The content's there. Where's the money? I, I, I used to hate that shit. Where Go ahead, people, people feel like you should be loyal to this. Loyalty is, you know, you putting in work, keeping your words, showing up, giving me quality, and taking on my shit. And Mm-mm. the days where I disappoint you or I disrespect you, you stay because of loyalty. Mm-hmm. I feel like today a lot of people got loyalty fucked up. Do not mistake mm-hmm. loyal to me uh, to me allowing you to disrespect my efforts. Do not mistake Fresh. me being loyal to you. Supposed to be loyal. You supposed to hold me down. Why you make me look like a fool in my ass? Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna be who I am since day one, but I'm mm-hmm. not going to be here in the same way why you disrespect me or show me less effort or respect. And I feel Mm. like a lot of older people may look at the younger generation like they don't, you know, stay to work it out. They don't do this because I feel like the younger generation has understood that the life capacity right now, especially with the fact that our generation or food ain't even real, is age 40. Mm -hmm. It ain't 50 years. It ain't 60 years. It's age 40. And so mm-hmm. we're not sitting at the first job we got for 30 years no more. Nope. We got nope. ideas. We got uh, plans we want to explore and not just work to pay bills. And some people yep. are some people are completely comfortable with working to pay bills for the rest of their life. Right? Yep. I'm not one of those people. And sometimes people look at two people that work together or two people that were in a relationship and they broke up, but they seem happy and I didn't see any problems. I didn't think they would break up. Sometimes breakups have nothing to do with being negative. Sometimes Mm -hmm. breakups are two people respecting the fact that you work differently from me I work differently from you or the way that mm-hmm. I want to show up in my future does not mesh well with yours. I don't want to step on your toes and you don't want to step on mine. So let's separate and do our thing. Mm-hmm. Same thing in business. And you can be equally yoked yeah. in friendship. You can be equally yoked in having fun but you can be complete opposites when it comes to business. Facts. Facts. 
I don't the fuck that. What I'm gonna do? I'm, I'm gonna counter that? No, that's the fucking truth. <laughs> so <laughs> I no like yeah. You know, some people want to do dirty work and work with you, and and be able to sit back and be like, yeah, that's my company, or those are my companies, or those are our mm. companies. But we physically don't have to be there anymore to run it. We've been in a position to hire people to show up for our brand. And I feel like mm-hmm. that position is way more valuable than having to steal time away from my kids or my companion or time with someone who doesn't have a lot of time left to be on a mic or to be at a job. Mm or to make sure I'm in this chair at this time and I clock out at this time and my lunch is at this time. Fuck that. I want to be in a position where I own my time. And I want you as my business partner in this shit to be in a position Mm -hmm. where you can take your time elsewhere while you're still making money while keeping this still going. And if that's not Mm -hmm. the goal, I don't want to be with anyone who's like... I'm too scared to do that. I'm scared of your goals. I'm scared of you betting on yourself. Why can't you just get this good job over here and clock in? Cause that ain't me. And this ain't that. And I'm not knocking you for wanting that, but I gotta be with someone that's not scared to take a risk on themselves for the betterment of the future of their people. Yep. Well, one of the things you you said to me when I was talking about like, the hope for getting a new job and a career and stuff like that. Like, oh, do something you want to do for once. That's, yeah. You know what? I've actually never done that. I'm looking, I'm applying for jobs. I'm like, oh, salary's good. It's in this fucking field that I, you know, that I'm used to. And then when you said that, I was like, you know what, let, let me just fucking just go out on a limb and just start applying for jobs. I'm not saying yeah. I'm sitting here like lying and just applying to shit that I know for a fact I have no business doing. I'm like, no, nah, stuff that's in my wheelhouse. The shit that we do now I'm getting paid for. Like, I'm learning the marketing side. I'm like, okay, if Shane can fucking market and she's been trying to teach me this shit for three years, I can go and learn it as well. Like, I can go and get paid to learn it and just try to figure this stuff out. I've been learning it. I've been getting the algorithm shit together. I'm like, oh, I'm I'm coming along. I'm very happy about it. And as a result, my mindset has changed about things. But not just on the work side for me, but on the business side everywhere else. When... I create content. There's a reason why I create content now. People are like, oh, Greg, like Young Black and Bob, like there was no sports test this week. I was like, there's also no fucking sports. <laughs> there's, there's no conversation there. Somebody asked me, oh, well, you know, y- y'all, y'all didn't talk about the, the Tory and Meg situation and this and this and this. I was like, yo, like, we're we, we trying to evolve in 2023. Like, there's a lot of shit that I would love to talk about, but it's not for everybody's consumption anymore. Now at 36, Shane, I'm at that position where it's like, I won't say I don't care about a lot of shit, but a lot of shit don't even matter. Uh-huh. We, we be having like topics like for us that can go on for three hours and I leave with more knowledge, more understanding, and more importantly, conversations I could take to somebody else. Previously, like, all right, cool. We talked about whatever the fuck happened in the news, but you know what? You gonna hear that at Twitter. And every other podcast is going to talk about that shit. You've, you told me these things. I was like, you know what? I listened. But I was like, you know what? This is what 
my, my co-hosts and them wanted to hear what, the, what we wanted to talk about. And even then, you know, I went to them. I was like, yo, we got to switch some shit up. That, that's what a business is supposed to be able to do. A business is supposed to be able to grow and evolve without people being offended. When you and I sat down and I was like, oh, like, you know, let, let's take a break from talking about, like, you know, certain, like, sex topics and stuff like that. Let's give them something else. Give them something new. Mm-hmm. We we can always go back to sex. Fuck, we can have it's fucking Black History Month. I'm sure there's a National Sex Month. One of these fucking twelve <laughs> months, it got to be a National Sex Month. There's a fucking day for everything, right? So I'm like, okay, National fucking Sex Month. We are gonna talk about fucking because guess what? Apparently, there's a month for that, right? But we are, in my personal opinion, I feel like we're diverse enough to actually have these conversations. My coworker was like, Greg, you you do a podcast and you YouTube and you do this. I was like, I do everything but drugs. Yeah, that, that's pretty much it. I, I, there's nothing I can't do. And if I don't do it, I'd rather learn it because it's probably going to make me some money. When she said that, she's like, oh, you, you really like making money, don't you? I was like, shit, I work here. <laughs> if, I, if, I didn't like making, if I didn't like making money, trust me, I would not be here, honey. I would not be here at all. And I love my job. But when it comes to like me, my mindset completely changed because I realized, I'm like, oh, like, the people around me, like you, Drake, Baylor, like Gigi, like the people in my life have been saying, you know what? We all, obviously we want to get the bag, but we also are trying to do it together. We're not trying to do it like, okay, y'all over here and I'm gonna get, you know, mine over here and I'm gonna bring it back to the world. Like, nah, like we've never been that way. When we started, even on stereo, we were telling people like, yo, we make an X amount of money a week. We think y'all need to get on board. You know how some people telling me now to this day, like, yo, I wish I'd listen to y'all. Motherfucking right, you should listen. You you got damn right. Like that, honestly, Shane, that first six months of stereo paid rent, had savings. I was like, yo, I'm I'm buying shit I ain't had no business buying. I went and bought a yoga mat. I ain't done yoga since. I I shit you not, I bought a sixty dollar mat. I was like, oh, what the fuck? What am I gonna do with the sixty dollar yoga mat? I, I I bought a sixty dollar yoga mat. The shit had like uh insulated heat i'm like yo, i'm not even gonna be on this mat that long but you know what wasn't my money it was stereo shout out to y'all i went and bought the shit it's sitting in my closet i still appreciate it every once in a while i pull it out just you no know, hey i got it but you know it's, it's certain things for me i'm like okay i appreciate because of the fact that you know i've grown from it once upon a time on stereo when we made that money i was telling people i was like you know shane we're going to be on stereo. We're going to get these verified profiles. We're going to talk to these people. We're going to make sure we're going to get on board and get this money. And what did we do? We got to the fucking money. Sometimes, Shan, I ain't going to, you know, we can't lie to the audience. We literally had to stay up until 12, probably 1 o'clock in the morning recording. Yes, sir. That's when the four-hour episodes came in. Man, we, we would get on here at fucking 7.30, 8 o'clock and be off this bitch at 1.30. And then probably had to go to work the next day. But that's the dirty work. That's the box body to bbl but without the bbl exactly that people don't want to do exactly we'd be like okay well how can i get some money from this shit show up yep oh Uh, oh my god like we we can go back to episodes oh yo i always wanted to podcast when were you gonna start oh well can you show me yeah i can show you we talked about the last episode how many fucking microphones i've given out that honestly probably either collecting dust or they at somebody pawn shop I can guarantee it. How many, like, my tax lady got to be pissed at me. I, I go to her every year. She's like, Greg, like, what'd you, what'd you get this year? I'm telling her, oh, I got this microphone, this microphone. I did this and this and this. Subscriptions and shit. Once upon a time when it literally cost a fortune to podcast, you can pull out your phone now 
and do this shit for a fraction of the price. Yeah. You can literally start a business from your phone. Shane, you did an entire, literally a 40-minute spiel about LLCs and telling people the entire process. There were people mm-hmm. leaving comments. There were people asking questions. I want to know, do they have their fucking LLCs? <sighs> you know what? I want people to be great. <laughs> I want people to be great. I, I, I do too. And I don't want nobody to do what's not for them. And I don't want no one to try to hop on a trend to try to find themselves. No, you're doing it backwards. Find yourself first mm-hmm. before you hop on a trend. Because a lot of people who have never mentioned wanting to do a podcast, don't even like people, don't even like talking to people. It's just like, I'm going to start a podcast. I'm going to do this. Why? Because you see that that's Mm -hmm. another avenue for money and it doesn't require you having to go somewhere to be able to do that or wait for somebody to tell you when to push a button. Mm I, I started podcasting in 2018. Before that, I didn't know what it was. But I never got on the mic saying I'm I'm the best podcaster ever. Um, and mm-hmm. I didn't get on a podcast trying to be the best podcast. I came on a podcast because I hated listening to my voice. And I was honest about that shit. And then it just evolved into me meeting other people who have a uh, work ethic that I can respect, that I can, I'm mm-hmm. just like, I I can create with them or I can think with them or I can build with them or I want to support whatever their goal is in this shit because everybody's goal in this is not the same. And I don't, mm-hmm. I don't knock that. I'm not saying your goal has to be the same, but I'm just saying the every year, the quality of my time, the the things that I'm just like, oh, I'm going to argue about this, gets less and less. And it's just easier for me to say no. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I, I know for a fact we agree now, because boy, the shit I used to argue about, Shane, I'd be sitting there sometimes like, man, fuck them. Like, boy, <laughs> that, 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 there could be a whole nother show. Like, the the ounces of fucks that I don't give anymore. Remember, when, not, we was this. This, remember when we was on the stereo before they had, the, like, the block button and we would have to let, let the things play out and the um, kids come in here and the... It was, it was crazy. And I used to have to go in text while we were recording and be like, Greg. Yep. Even, Greg. Don't even like, chill, like, chill, bro. You, you going at him. I didn't give a fuck then. Now, I, I don't know what it is, Shan. Like, honestly, like, it's everything. I don't know what, what it is about me. It's, it's not the age thing, because I was doing this shit at 35. But I've been going, instead of, like, having conversations with people, if I don't even like, if I don't like the way you tweet now, I just fucking block you. I, I don't know what it, that's how I've gotten. And it's just, it's gotten bad. Like, if I see a tweet that's trending, and I see you, t- if I see you trend too much on Twitter, I block you. I don't even know who the fuck you are. Like, there's, I know there's, like, a group that I know are, like, bots. I've blocked, like, 15 of the motherfuckers. Words get blocked you know what? on Twitter and everywhere else. And this is with tweets. This is with posts. This is with videos. It's people that purposely say certain shit 
to mm-hmm. grab women. Yep. Uh, women, yes, or oh, he he's saying this, or she purposely saying this with her titties up and out, mm-hmm. so she can create conflict and get more attention. I'm just like. Y'all really need to find else to do. It it be just chronic overshares. Like girl said some shit to a whole bunch of strangers and the shit went viral. I don't know what like she said some. She was like, "Well, today's a good day to suck dick." And I was like, "Okay, so clearly you tweeting this, knowing that you're gonna get a whole bunch of niggas." All the time. Yeah, but the thing is, it's like it it always be these like basket hound bitches. It'd be like the the ugliest (laughs) fucking people, like. That are tweeting this shit and they haven't. Yeah, I'm like, yo, what? What is it? And I'm, I'm trying not to be rude about it. And I'm not calling like the person ugly because they like facially challenged or, like something like that. I'm just saying they ugly because it's like they they be tweeting the like the most egregious shit. And it's like, yo, like you, you realize your kids gonna see this in ten years, right? Like I've said some shit that I cringe at when I look at it. I'm like, damn, I said that in 2000. I was kind of fucked up. Now, I didn't delete it because I'm like, yo, I, I got to stand on that. But I'm talking about people who, honestly, Shan, are my age and they tweeting some of the, the wildest shit. And we've talked about some wild shit. But some of the stuff that I done seen, I'm like, yo, like the girl, like, and I hate to bring it on women because like, I, I don't follow niggas, right? Like, I don't follow a lot of dudes. So the girl, you know, same girl. It's like one tweet was, you know, she woke up thinking about sucking dick, so there's that. And then I'm like, all right, cool. Like, be your nasty self. But it's like 7 o'clock in the morning. Like, can you at least <laughs> brush your teeth first? Then, you know, she was like, I don't understand. I, I, I wish I st- I'm going to look at the tweet again. I'm going to send it to you. But she was like, I don't understand why I haven't had my butthole spit in. I'm like, what the f-? Like, this? Like, this, this. And then to add insult to injury, like, she'll go and do a really condescending tweet talking about, like, LLCs and people starting businesses and shit. And I'm like, oh, okay, so you you just, I don't know if you one of those, like, Twitter bots that is really, like, white, but you got a fake white, you know, a fake black profile and shit. But I've gotten to the point where I've just started blocking people. If I don't understand the tweet, if it doesn't resonate, I, I'm just petty Greggy. I will go and block your shit because, honestly, I don't like y'all. Yeah, I just, I don't like the shit anymore. Drake told me to do it, so I'm doing the shit. He was like, Greg, I don't understand why you don't just block people. The moment he said that, I blocked like two people. I get on fucking Twitter now, block them. I honestly, I really, and I know you're going to hate me, Shane. I went and I downloaded Clubhouse again. I got uh, to the login screen. I said, I'm better than this. I, said, I literally said, I'm better than this. I said, this, this is not right. So the fact that I'm growing up enough to say, you know what? This is, this is like beneath me. I can't do it anymore. I'm I'm learning. Um, I almost went unprivate on Instagram, and then I thought about it. If I have to kill somebody for reposting a photo of family, then you know what? It, it's all for not. So Instagram is still going to be private forever. Um, TikTok um, is still my favorite profile. You know, my favorite social media for now because it's gone from twerking to my my favorite thing, which is conspiracy theories and people telling lies that sound like the truth. That shit is beautiful. That I, I I love to see it. TikTok is my favorite place. Um, if you do not have a business, that's where you start. If you don't have a podcast, if you, you haven't figured out what your niche is, go on TikTok. 
one one of my favorite TikToks is a white woman telling other white women how they are appropriating black culture. Shit is it's beautiful. It's a chef kiss. All every I think she's had like four hundred videos. Like I followed her when she was at like two thousand followers. She got like seventy thousand followers telling white women about themselves. And you know what I said? Well, good because now we ain't got to do the work. Shit like that. Make my life, make my life easier by telling them what the fuck they doing wrong. For for Black History Month, tell Karen why she's doing wrong, and let us watch it. I I, I bookmark and like every single fucking video of hers now. And the reason why is somebody got to do the work, and we don't need to. For Black History Month, let white people figure themselves out. And also, since you know it's nat, what is what month is this? Um, it's National Heart Month as well. I found out because apparently every day there's something for something. With it be a National Heart Month, I need y'all for the next episode on Zoom for everybody who's listening live. Um, I hope that we can you know bring some type of relevance to Valentine's Day and hearts because a lot of y'all y'all get real bitter right you know right around this time. You know, cuffing season is officially ended for y'all, which I gotta. Yeah, no, no, but but Shan, like, I I specifically want to play some audio. Um, you may have already heard the audio, but it's the girl who she went on the date and she, you know, the whole date went well, but he didn't pay for the valet parking. I definitely want to play that audio and have a discussion oh, about I that shit that. because I I would love to see what people on Zoom would listen to, you know, how they would feel about it. I think we have a couple people in the room. We got uh, Big Zombie, we got Megs, John, and Brianna. Like, I'm sorry, Brianna. We, I need them in the Zoom. I need people to be in that Zoom when I play that audio, because I'm going to go off for five consecutive minutes about why people don't deserve, and I need them to be there. Do you mind explaining what we're going to do for the next show? Um. So the next show will be subscribers only so what that means is you'll only have access to it if you are subscribed to us on red circle um we'll drop the link uh through an episode on red circle um when we uh go ahead and give it but it will be visually on youtube so if you want to watch it on youtube you can but audio-wise and visual-wise, if you want to be in it, you would have to subscribe and let us know that you are subscribed so we can go ahead and send you the link. And the link will include the Zoom, which will be visually recorded and um, audio recorded to be included in the episode because a lot of these platforms are limiting what we can say, what we can talk about, and we just want to give people who are subscribed to us a space to talk a little bit longer um, and a little bit more in depth than you can hear on stereo. And it just gives us more options on getting to know who our listeners are instead of these avatars. So just pay attention to um, Shambi Podden on IG or Shambi Podden on TikTok and uh, Twitter, and I'll let you know what's up and when we're going to do the Zoom, and you can DM me and let me know um, that you're subscribed on there so we could get you in there. But we have some engaging games that we're going to do. I'm going to talk to Greg about them. We're going to be giving away some merch, having some challenges, and just having a different level of loudmouth stereo, uh, but in Zoom. Okay. Hmm. 
I love it. But um, yeah, this was a good topic. I don't know. Um, what's up, Brianna, Max, Big Zoomy, uh, John? I don't know what y'all got going on this year, but just make it good, make it great, stay true to yourself, and um, you ain't gotta do what the next person to your left or your right is doing. But whatever you are doing, just be honest about it. If you want to switch up some shit, switch it up. If you want to not do what the masses are doing, don't do what the masses are doing. If you enjoy just being a listener and not a creator, cool. But there's nothing wrong with not doing what the next person is doing, not starting what the next person is starting. And um, I want people to start shit for a good reason, for their reason, and because they enjoy it, not because it makes money. Because when you fall into the trap of doing something just because it makes money, after a while, you're going to get miserable. After a while, you're going to be irritated. After a while, it's going to suck your energy. After a while, you're just going to wake up one day and be like, I'm done. And um, that's why the best mixture is actually doing something you love to do and also finding a way for it to fund your lifestyle, whatever you want your lifestyle to be. Um, everybody's not trying to buy a house. Everybody's not trying to have a big family. Everybody's not trying to you know, live in one part of the world. If you want to Dora the Explorer it, do that shit. Um, Greg and I, our goals are a little bit different, involve different people at different levels, but the common purpose and quality is the same when it comes to this podcast. And that's the whole idea behind being equally yoked. I'm not saying if you're an astronaut, you can't be with a doctor, but if y'all meet in the middle and that shit works, great. I'm not going to tell you that that's not going to work. I don't know y'all relationship. I don't know why y'all doing life together. And I think people have this illusion that I'm going to tell you how your first date should go. I'm going to tell you how your marriage should go. And that's dumb. That's dumb because mm. I'm not about to tell nobody how their first date will go because I'm not dating those people. And I think when you approach it in that mindset and just share an experience you had, you give listeners or viewers a option of being like i want to try that or i don't want to try that and they can move on but i'm not telling nobody what to do Facts. but uh this has been a great episode of lime off stereo it is 11:35 on the east coast time we are going to move into our friday morning i want y'all to be great i want y'all to have a great safe weekend um if you don't want to watch anybody being murdered on video, don't watch that shit. If you don't want to listen mm. to new podcasts, don't listen to new podcasts. If you want to stick with what you like and what you know, do that. But I appreciate y'all. Um, don't forget to listen to Greg's sound bites on here and my sound bites on here. You can find me at shambipodden.com, shambipodden on TikTok, Twitter, and IG. And you can find Greg at Hey Greggy on most platforms. Instagram is private, okay? Greg, drop you. your uh, website. And don't forget to shop at Loudmouth Stereo with Teespring. Absolutely. Website, heygreg.io. 
And again, we're gonna see y'all on the next episode on the next episode. Peace, good night. Peace, y'all. I don't know what's been chewing on me, but I know I'm ate up.